Welcome to Reconciled 521 slash FBC podcast. Uh, you are with me, your host, Gideon Impeni. Today in uh, this program or this episode, you uh, uh, we are blessed to have um, uh, the pulleys in the house. And we will be looking at the topic of um, adoption uh, in the South African context. And uh, it's such a joy and a blessing to have Sifiso and his wife, Kalkelo. Um, guys, just introduce yourself to us. Ladies first, uh, tell us, who are you? Hi, everyone. I am um, Kalkelo Pule and um, wife of Sifiso Pule. We've been married for 10 years. Wow, 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Yeah. And uh, thank you thank you for having me. Um, and uh, it's lovely to be here. And a uh, very interesting topic, a very passionate topic we have uh, to share with you and uh, discuss with you. So we're mm. grateful and blessed to be here. Wonderful. So let's 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 go stack let's stack in into the the questions. Um, we'll be talking around this. Um, we are faced with um, a number of challenges here in South Africa. And um, as as I walk through the streets of Jobek, it's it's alarming but also saddening to see mm. you don't move and this is uh, there's no uh, the, the statistics i'll say you 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 cannot walk more than five meters uh, without you seeing a poster that speaks about abortion um as you it, it's 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 an accepted mm. practice in our community and our society but what, what would you say is our responsibility as Christians? Are there any alternatives? And this is why we're here. We want to talk about those alternatives. But is this the norm? Is this normal? Or do we have a responsibility as Christians? I think we do as Christians um, have a responsibility. Um, everyone is made in the image of God, mm. you know, um, so each and every human being should be loved, should be respected, should be treated with dignity. And um, it saddens me, you know, when mm. you see all those posters around um, that you don't see an option. Mm. You know, I mm. remember saying to my friend, I wish I could just get out. All yes, of them, yes. You know? um, but we understand the world that we're living in, mm. and um, but as Christians, we can offer um, a homes for um, kids who either get abandoned or young ladies who are not supported through this pregnancy journey. Mm. And um, we can offer um, support, counseling, and even our homes for um, children who are orphaned. Wonderful. Sufiso, mm. um, any, any input to that? Um, I'd like to just add to what Rachel is saying mm. that uh, it all begins with the, uh, you know, the holding up very high of the value of human life, mm-hmm. the sanctity of life. Yes. Uh, because uh, it is from God, first and foremost, is what we believe in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, so if it is uh, of God, it needs to be stewarded to His glory. And so that means we need to encourage it, sustain it, and then help. It thrive, and that is specifically that's what parenting is all about. Mm. That you're stewarding a child mm. to raise up and raising them in the knowledge of the Lord, mm-hmm. so that they lead a life that glorifies the Lord mm. uh, ultimately by mm. His grace. So that's where it begins, and that's why it is uh, you know having a correct understanding of who God is, mm-hmm. and what our responsibility is, um, and uh, it frames then 
how we view life uh, in the unborn and those who are born mm. and uh, also just making sure that uh, there are means to sustain it that we can support each other through as a community mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, that's, that's where it begins for us wonderful so, so what would be one of the key preserving measure uh, uh, you've spoken of in terms of coming alongside a young lady who is pregnant offer counsel offer help uh, bring make sure that that child is brought in into a, a setup or a context where they are raised in the fear of the Lord what if there's someone out there and they are saying but I don't have the means I don't have the resources I, I, I feel abortion is the way to go for me, I mean, the realities are there, so, so like South African realities are there. Some some women get raped, mm. um, some women are uh, not living in, in households where there's only income, so mm. financially mm. Um, it becomes a huge, huge burden on them. So they, 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 this is the only alternative they yes. have. If they mm. don't have money to afford, they then go through the whole pregnancy mm-hmm. and decide after giving birth I would rather leave this child. They'll dump the child. Exactly. Yes. By um, the felt, you know. And 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 they don't have means to say, can I just reach out to somebody mm-hmm. and just talk it through? Because mm. I think young ladies need just someone just to talk it through. Like mm. what are my options? What where can I go? Mm. You know, we have um, pregnancy crisis centers in South Africa, Excellent. Mm. but they're usually in suburban places. Mm. You don't find them in the township. Mm. Um, you do have social workers, but you know, it, it's hard to get to the social mm. workers. Um, and those that are linked to orphanages and, and places of safety, um, their phone numbers are not easily available. Mm-hmm. There's no WhatsApp number that you... <laughs> you can call them you and can you can reach out to them. Exactly, yeah. mm. you know. And it's always usually via a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend yeah. that a young lady can say, look, I met so-and-so. Mm. Um, what can she do? She's in this position. Um, can we take her somewhere? Mm. I mean, as, I'm, as, 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 as early as beginning of July, we had a similar situation where you we were contacted and for a good 24 hours mm-hmm. i had to go through my phone book mm. you know um think about who can i call uh, um because there's a young lady mm-hmm. who's literally 10 k's away from me mm. but i don't know of a, someone there exactly mm. you know so i had to call 10 different people mm. to get one number mm-hmm. That I can be like, okay, this is the person who can actually help me, mm. right? And 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 thankfully, I've got the means to call around. Imagine that young lady who doesn't, mm. you know. So I think it's just a, a, a means of just access, having information, yes. knowing who to call is a huge thing. And 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 if I'm answering your question, yes, <laughs> yeah, properly, mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's just one of those things where you. Yeah, you just say, you know, how 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 can we best put this information forward for the young ladies who are in, you know, dire situations? Yes. Mm-hmm. So from the word starts with A as well. So abortion, then we are saying adoption. So is is this is adoption in South African context? Is this an alternative that has been? 
um, the way you're putting it, the information? Is is it something that people are embracing it? Is it something that's perceived as uh, that's a no? It's it's a topic that we cannot talk about. Mm-hmm. How do you perceive about this? Because I'm also aware that uh, maybe our listeners don't know, but you guys have adopted and you 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 are like. Um, you are ambassadors of this particular issue. You are not speaking this as Pharisees who are mm. telling us to do something that you yourself are not doing. Mm. But adoption, uh, what's the perception of adoption in South African context? Um, I think, you know, to, to build on what Rachelo mentioned yes. now, that uh, awareness is a big thing. Mm. And that awareness uh, need not be, you know, put on a, just a leaflet and left there. It's something that needs to be modeled. Um, even in our own well, journey, I like that. yes, absolutely. In, even in our own journey, we were aware of adoption as a as a act, mm-hmm. uh, if you will, but uh, we had not seen it until we came to church, um, wow. overtly mm-hmm. described mm-hmm. as adoption and mm-hmm. modeled as adoption. Mm-hmm. Uh, it began with us seeing uh, blended families who have taken on children of other families mm-hmm. um, and have raised them as their own, um, and then uh, retrospectively we reflect and say. Oh, that's what happened to that that uh, that that brother we had in the home when we were growing up. That's what adoption was. <laughs> back in, uh, but, back, but we back, did not consider yeah, as we didn't talk about it and describe it as adoption. Um, and uh, only when we saw it modeled in the in the, in the church, the church. described as that, mm-hmm. we were like, everybody can do this. Mm. It is not something beyond you know a few many families' needs in actual fact, because if there is a healthy family structure. Giving someone a home where they have a bed and a roof and food um, is, is, is something that will go such a long way mm. um, um, to, to, to preserve that life. And so uh, for us, adoption really should uh, not only be communicated mm-hmm. uh, in the channels that reach people, but yes. it should be modeled in the community. Wow. Like that. Mm. It should be modeled. Mm. Absolutely. I think it's an wow. exposure thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it hadn't been for us being exposed to those couples who had adopted, mm. we would never have thought of it. Mm. Um, but what actually even pushed us even further is when three years into our marriage, um, basically the doctors just said, you guys can conceive naturally, mm. mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Um, and then it was like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we started looking around. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a concept called adoption, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then I think once we started even just thinking about it, the Lord providentially brought people around us, Amen. you know, and, mm-hmm. and we actually started seeing families who adopt. Our eyes were literally opened. And it was like, actually, yeah, this thing can be done, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's not so far off. Mm. Um, but what is sad in the South African context is that you, you always see sort of like um, 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 not a lot of black families doing it. They yes. have done it, as Fisa said in the yeah. past, mm. but it wasn't spoken like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it was, it was very taboo and you don't talk about it. Mm. You know, Like my mom's um, <laughs> best friend, actually, she stays out in um, Sushanguve. They couldn't have children, but they never spoke about it until like probably in their 50s or something mm, mm. and then the, the lady opened up a home she was able to foster children and, and my mom was like my best friend has done that I was like why didn't you tell me all this time it's such a beautiful thing to do so it's just more of an exposure and the more you see other families who are doing it then it, it kind of connects with your spirit yes you know this is mm. this is this is what the Lord requires us to do mm. um 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 
we, we can't, as you say, we can't be pharisaical yes. and just say we love the word, we, mm. but we're not doing it. Mm. As James says, we yes. need to be doers of God's word. So for, for us, that was that was a major thing. And um, yeah, the Lord just opened up doors and means and ways for us to, to adopt our little son. Um, but again, in the family structure, yes. it was like, what are you doing? Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I came up with a bit of resistance mm. from my side of the um, of, of the families. Um, they they even the aunts when we adopted our son were like, "Is this the child?" You mm. know, mm. Um, "Is this the child?" She wasn't even speaking to me. She just in Zulu was like, "Uya yenalo." Yeah, you know, sure. "Is this the child that um, has been adopted?" Mm. And so you can already see that he's not welcome. Wow, because they don't know him. So in your in your in your speech here, both of you, you have alluded to there's an element of taboo. It's, it's perceived as a taboo. What, what would be some of the reasons why it's regarded as a taboo? Mm. So, Brother Gideon, I think, uh, you know, it begins on, on the, the couple involved first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So some of the things about um, the challenges of being in a marriage uh, and it's more so on women that uh, the cultural pressure is on you get married you conceive you have children mm. and uh, infertility is seen first and foremost as a uh, you know a, a, a blemish mm. on that couple mm. you know that there is something wrong with them mm. um, whereas it may happen and mm. it happens mm. right mm. Mm. that's the first thing that it is taboo because if you adopt that means why are you not having your own it first mm. and foremost asks yes. that question mm. and the other uh, reason uh, um, what uh, uh, we have observed is that um, culturally it is it is a, uh, a, a, sh- a seen as a shame to 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 firstly conceive out of wedlock mm. and then secondly to consider um, you know having to give away that child um, is seen as uh, you you failed wow. as an individual mm. you know because you're not taking care of your own responsibility mm. um, and uh, that's why then the um, main option that people are, are, are um, you know take and, and and implement is abortion which is not really a viable option yeah unless uh, you you it, 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 it is it is it is something that is is, is truly out of ignorance mm. if you do know that there is another alternative mm-hmm. explore it mm. and adoption is that mm. because that child could be given a loving home that you are not able to provide. Wow. That, that that child can bless a family that is not able to raise their own mm. children or conceive of their own children, and they can raise that child as their very own. Wow. So so I, lo- I love the way uh, you guys are just uh, taking the conversation. So the, 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 the benefit here is not just from that young lady who has found herself in this place of predicament that she cannot uh, be able to sustain or to take care of this child. Mm. But also there's that couple, like you guys are relaying your story here, uh, that the Lord would allow it providentially, that um, he, he has allowed it or permitted that you not have a child. But then by giving this child out for, for adoption, there's that blessing that also comes out Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Wow. It, is, it is a multiple blessing, both on the parents and also on the children. Mm. So in the South African context, do you are we seeing then black families in South Africa adopting? Um, is that something that um, are we seeing them slowly adopting, or is it still? I 
think the numbers are very low. Mm. Um, like South African families are not adopting uh, purely because of that whole gen- generational thing that we spoke about. How how will my family treat this new baby? Will mm. I love this new baby? Mm. It doesn't come from me. Would, would I be able to open up my my heart? You know. Mm. Um, and I've had a lot of women who would call or text or send a Facebook message um, about. Um, um, so how do how, how do we approach this mm. our in-laws mm. you know um how you know, it's a big thing we want to do it mm. but the restrictions the limitations are just so much and mm. it's usually that in inverted commas i want yes fearing what would they say wow and 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 that holds a lot of um, I would say families from adopting, mm. and 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 it's it's very sad because um, there are so many kids in the system, mm-hmm. in the orphanage homes, mm. who frankly will not have a home mm. or be loved because people are afraid of what the stigma will be, mm. you know. And and it's so it's it's so sad to to. To, you can encourage them until you're blue in the face, mm. but if they don't, by faith, take that step and say, you know what, let's adopt, mm. let's actually say we're going to do this. Um, yeah, so a lot of things holds, but I'm so excited. Um, you actually hear more single black ladies mm-hmm. adopt. Wonderful. You know, uh, mm. uh, um, you, you're hearing that um, mm. older, like 35 year olds who haven't gotten married, they're like, mm. you know what, I have. I have a good job. I have a good home. Why do I not? Mm. You know, so they, they, they. You're hearing stories of that, Wonderful. but you, they, yo, there's like one every two years. Mm. You mm. know, mm. Um, we, we would like for more um, young Christian mm-hmm. families mm. to adopt. Wonderful. Do you perhaps maybe, as you're alluding to that, do you perhaps maybe have the numbers, the current stats of abandoned babies? Um, the, 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 there isn't an official place, mm. but what mm. I've recently seen that um, in in 2020 alone, mm. 118 babies were abandoned mm. in Gauteng. You know, well, not <laughs> um, not in the other provinces. Yeah. Yes, mm. um, just just here, and so you start thinking, what has lockdown done? Yes. You know, what what you know? How many other babies mm. um, have have been abandoned? So it, it's 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 scary. Mm-hmm. The stats are very scary. Mm. That and I mean, you hear every week. In fact, mm. you know. But when you put all the numbers together, it's, it's it's very scary what's happening in South Africa. And and at the same time, the red tape, mm-hmm. um, social development that has on adopting, um, is so hectic. You know, it takes at least maybe a year just to get the paperwork done. Mm. Um, mm. And for, so, for adoption, that yes, is. Mm. So mm. You're, you're getting probably less than 200 um, um, people um, adopting every year in South Africa. And wow. it's dropping every year. That's, mm. that's the worst part. Every single year, mm. the numbers are dropping. And, and the, the government hasn't made it easy. Mm. All right. As as we've been talking, someone is listening, and they they're like, "This sounds like a, an interesting topic." But there are maybe, but does the Bible speak about this? Mm. Uh, they 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 are, um, you know, show me in the Bible, then I'll do it. Uh, do we have any like biblical 
um, what, what do you call it? A biblical perspective, a biblical argument. Why adopt? Do we have any of that? Did you guys have to consider that as well? I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked the question. Mm. Um, and uh, as, as mentioned, that for us, adoption, uh, you know, came to life uh, in our minds uh, when we came to church. Uh, and and saw it modeled, mm-hmm. but more so heard mm. preached, mm-hmm. um, because the gospel, yes, essentially is a gospel of that mm. you are adopted. Yes. Wow. And so with that, I'd like to share yes a passage um, mm. from from Ephesians uh, chapter two. It's uh, uh, it's when uh, the apostle Paul was writing uh, to the church in, in Ephesus, mm. and uh, I'd like to uh, read um, uh, verse eight in particular, mm-hmm. um, and where he says. It is for by grace you have been saved mm. through faith, mm. and this is not your doing; it is a gift of God, not a result of works, mm-hmm. so that no one may boast. Mm. For we are His workmanship, created in Jesus Christ for good works, mm. which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm. And what I take out of this passage uh, is that the gift of belonging. Mm-hmm. is one of grace first and foremost wow. the gift of family mm. is one of grace mm-hmm. and you believe it and receive it through faith mm. and just as we become children of God through having been adopted mm. having been adopted and being uh, as, as it says in the word elsewhere that we've been grafted into the vine yes we were alienated mm. we were hostile mm. you know to mm. God mm. and now we've been grafted in, not for anything that we've done mm. but because of his love and mercy that he's given us through Jesus Christ. Wow. And so that's where the gospel becomes a model for adoption for us. Wow. That if you, by faith, have been saved through grace, through faith in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you understand and are the recipient of adoption yourself. Wow. That's... And we actually see this in, in mm-hmm. the New and the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also like to um, talk about what Paul says mm. in Romans 8, um, verse 15, he says... For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, mm-hmm. but you received the spirit of adoption as sons mm. by whom you cry at the Father. So Christians are adopted into the family of Christ when they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Mm. And, and we are called sons and daughters. Mm. That is so beautiful. Mm. It is not by the color of your skin, what your mom did, mm. <laughs> what your mm. grandfather mm. did. Mm. No, 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 no. Um, this was planned and predestined way before. You know, it, it, it is providential mm. that the Lord saves him when he's when you he, you are in his grasp, you're called a son and, and a daughter. daughter. Mm. What wow. more? You know, when you translate that from from the word mm-hmm. into doing it, it's mm. like mm. you actually see it, you know, and, wow. and the inheritance that we get is like what? I, I, what? I'm an heir. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, for me that like just brings a smile on my face yeah. because I'm no, like, like the I'm way a, you're explaining it. Yeah, I'm, like, mm. I'm an heir. Goosebumps. That yeah. is goosebumps <laughs> stuff, you know. And it's like, what did wow. Jesus Christ do for us? This mm. is amazing. We have to do it to the next person. Mm. So I think that's why it just brings so much joy, um, even in 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 seeing how Christians get adopted. This is this is this is this is grace. Also in the mm-hmm. Old Testament. Mm-hmm. I have to point out, Pharaoh's daughter, 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Adopted Moses. Mm-hmm. You have Eli and Samuel. Mm-hmm. You have Mordecai and Esther. Mm-hmm. You have Joseph and Jesus. Yes, yes. It's there. Mm. You know, mm. um, you, you, you cannot say, but this is fragmented. No, no, no. Yes. It's actually throughout the, 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 the Bible. Mm. In Genesis to Revelation, you see glimpses of it. Mm. And these stories and these characters um, that, that we come across, um, they lived this adoption life. Mm. You know, where we where we, we take on an alien, as Fusil has mentioned. Mm. You know, someone who is just like out there mm. and bring them into a family. Mm. We love them, we give them our surname, we 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 um I mean like with Fida it, it just excites me. It, it, Everything is out that is ours. It's mm-hmm. his. Amen. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't have to work for it. He didn't have to. This is, and that's how we are with Jesus Christ. It's true. You know, in the kingdom of God, mm. um, we didn't do anything. We mm. didn't deserve it. Mm. But here we are. Wow. You know. So I think for me, um, it just, yeah, it just speaks to to God's heart mm. as as a father. He mm-hmm. mentions this. Um, I think Paul does mention it in James. Mm-hmm. It says, pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained mm. from the world. And this is this is a mandate for Christians. Yeah. We have to look after orphans, we have to look after widows, mm. and um, it's pure and undefiled religion. So it's, it's not something that we can conjure up. It's mm-hmm. a word. Mm. And we can do it. You know, And, and it's, you can actually see God's heart is for the alien, is for the surgeon, Mm-hmm. It's for the orphan. It's mm-hmm. for those who can't fend for themselves. Yes, you know, um, this is justice. You know, the Lord shows us mm-hmm. um, that that those who are seen mm-hmm. as nothing, mm-hmm. as poor, mm-hmm. as um, defenseless, mm-hmm. the Lord loves. Mm-hmm. Who are we not to love? Wow, speaking with such a passion. Praise God. So, I uh, just the way you're putting it. So, this is the gospel. Mm-hmm. In practice. In practice. Absolutely. If we want to display, just like we are taught to say, do this in remembrance of me. This is as it would, if we want to show what God has done for us, we have to do it. Amen. Wow. That's profound. That's profound. Really profound. Now, what would be your last thoughts, encouragements to... Um, Maybe there's somebody listening right now and they are the verge of, uh, but I don't know as to what to do in terms of um, maybe a young lady who's pregnant and she's hearing this. Um, and you are speaking about um, adoption, giving the child out for adoption as an option. Um, but at the same time, there is someone out there who is not a Christian and thinks as though that this sounds like it's a Christian thing. I've not experienced that. Um, I have not yet adopted in the family of God. Um, what would be your message to them? Uh, I'll, I'll start maybe with Sifiso or Galchelo. Um, Brother, I think, uh, you know, one thing um, we, we, we need to acknowledge is that uh, life is difficult uh, mm. and the circumstances of life um, uh, 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 weighing upon us all. I think yeah. we'd be remiss to say that, yeah, it's easy. Mm. It is not easy. Mm. Um, uh, it begins first and foremost with uh, um, seeking out, identifying you need the help. 
mm. and, uh, um, and and begin the quest of looking. Mm. Um, yes, the more information is required to be put out there, but it begins with that individual to say, I need to find if there's another alternative mm. to help being in this difficult situation. I mean, to cry out for help, mm. call out for help. Mm. Um, and um, and then the second, secondly, what uh, my wife will touch on is what are the means that are available um, uh, to you to, to assist because you can't help somebody that doesn't really realize that they need the help. They need the help. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's, 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 that's what I'd like to just encourage that individual to say. Mm. Reach out for help. Mm. Call out for help. Help is available. As much as we may not see it in and around us, but it is available. Mm. Um, and uh, for us as believers, it begins with prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, praying if what we don't know we don't know but the Lord is the one who's all knowing mm-hmm. and crying out to him for help to guide us in the decisions that we now need to make to to, to, to deal with life in this difficult circumstance that we find ourselves in mm-hmm. I definitely think that um, the young lady who is listening or if you have a friend who could be in that position who is in distress as Fisa mentioned um, um, crying out for help is definitely one bit and, mm. and you never know who could be on the other side Absolutely. of the phone call mm. of the whatsapp message and all of that um, and there are many couples who are waiting to adopt many mm. many who are eager who are looking forward to have um, little children in their homes so mm. to say oh, let me just end it all by by going to a backyard um, abortion clinic mm. you, know, um, you could actually make another family who's been praying and hoping for babies mm. this, this, this would absolutely make their lives so meaningful mm. and so full um, um, as they have been mandated by God's word you know mm. But also, there are crisis pregnancy centers mm. around the country. Okay. I think I last heard that there are 24 um, uh, baby uh, places. It's like um, it's like a little little casket where you can put your baby in mm-hmm. for moms who are really in distress. And those those um, centers around the country um, are open 24 mm. seven. Mm. You know. Don't know what to do. That's one place you can go to. Mm. Um, as I okay. mentioned, there are crisis, uh, pregnancy crisis centers where you can be counselling mm. and be supported mm. to see you through the pregnancy, to even help you bridge the topic with mm-hmm. your parents. Okay. I think that's the main thing. Yes. Um, how does a young lady even start the conversation? Mm. They're afraid of their mom. They're afraid of their dad. Mm. They probably will be kicked out of the house. There are pregnancy centers that can take you in. You know, for the duration of the, right. of the pregnancy, where mm. you can you can um, be um, clothed, fed, all of that. Mm. You know, there are homes that can do that for especially young women who've been in very very serious situations where they've been raped and all of that. And um, there are centres. Um, you just need to shout for help and say, "Look, here's my situation." Um, let's, let's, let's reach out and uh, it's so good to see and encouraging to see that more and more on Facebook 
All right. There are a lot of um, these um, centers who are on social media. Mm-hmm. So you can't say, I didn't know, I didn't know what website. No, they are around. They're, there. They're mm-hmm. there. You know, you just type in pregnancy crisis center on Facebook, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they will pop up. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. You know, and on Google. And on Google. Google. Yeah. Okay. You know, All right. They're there. And I think for 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 me, it's it's you know, the young ladies cannot say I didn't know or I didn't have the information. Mm. As this is mentioned, you, you can you can cry out for help. You can search on social media. There they are. There. Don't suffer on your own. Mm. Don't suffer in silence. Mm. Don't go look for money and mm. go to a backyard. Mm. Um, because it's detrimental to even your health, mm. you know, um, this sort of thing. And and we've heard of cases of young ladies who do go through that, and later on in life they actually pass on. Oh, sure. You know, so um, 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 you could bring the baby to full term. You could give the baby up for adoption. There are many many centres around, and social workers who can help you. And um, the baby can have a wonderful life in a loving home, loving mm. family. And, and and if you do choose to be in contact, mm. you can. No one closes you out. You know, right. you can be in the child's life. Um, there are just different ways of doing this, but but it, 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 it's not an end-all kind of solution. Mm. That's it. You know, um, the Lord loves you. The Lord um, has a plan for your child, mm. you know. So, so be encouraged, be hopeful. Wonderful. That, that this is a way out. Mm. All right, we have two minutes, Fiso. Uh, I really would love you. You, you, you started speaking with passion about the gospel. Just explain um, to a viewer out there. Um, our, our our podcast. It's that. Uh, it's named reconciled. What yes. does it mean to be reconciled according to Sifiso's understanding of the word reconciliation in the Bible? Reconcile, um, uh, as, like by, by, by its overall meaning and also the way I understand it is, you know, as in human beings in this world, mm. um, you look around, there's devastation. We have broken relationships. We, 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 we are at war with each other, but most importantly, we are at war with the Holy God mm. who created heaven and earth. And uh, whether people uh, accept that truth or don't, it is the truth. And uh, what the, it, it, it states our condition in front of this God, mm. that we are in our natural state, in our rebellion, mm. hostile to this God, at war with Him. But the gospel presents an olive branch to say that he's not fighting with us. Amen. Whilst we think that we are shaking our fists at him, mm. he's extending a, an arm of peace mm. to say, come back home. Wow. Come and be in my family. Mm. Let us be reconciled. Mm. Because that's what the gospel offers through, the, through faith in Jesus Christ. That's why Christ came. Christ came to take the punishment that we deserve, to lead a life that we failed to lead, mm. to give us an opportunity to be forgiven by this holy God that we've been warring against mm. even some today still do so mm. Re- running away from him that's the hostility we display mm. to say that no I will do what is right in my eyes not what he has deemed right and stop doing what he's deemed wrong mm. and he calls us to repentance so that we may place our faith 
in Jesus Christ for forgiveness. And that gives us true reconciliation to the Father. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow, that was uh, great. Uh, that, that brings us to the end of our discussion this day. And uh, thank you so much for your time. It's been a blessing to talk around these issues. Uh, you've raised a number of issues which are, it would be good for us to talk about them um, in the maybe uh, the Lord reading later on. But uh, thank you so much for your time. And uh, pray that the Lord would uh, bless you. And the Lord would even uh, raise up uh, many of us that we, we can look at this need around us and do something. I love the way you've you've said it. It's it has to be modeled. Yes. We cannot just speak about it. But otherwise, uh, it's been a joy uh, to listen to this podcast and to hear about this. If you have any uh, questions, don't hesitate to uh, send us a text. Write to zero eight two four seven zero one six zero, and also you can write to Gideon at FloydaBaptist.co.za. Otherwise, until next time, you are with me, your host, Gideon Impeni. God bless you richly. Thank you very much.